Women is a podcast about, you guessed it, women in LA cultivating successful lives for themselves in the grind of traffic and under the palm trees. Whether in work, relationships, friendships, whatever, LA is without question one of the world's major cultural hubs and trendsetters. And unless you're living under a rock, it's hard to ignore that this is a really exciting time for women and their perspectives. So uh, I'd like to put some stories out there of women we know in LA, working here, having relationships here, dating here, etc. And maybe you'll take away some advice or at the very least, a good story. I'm your host, Julie Roth. I am a copywriter at Electronic Arts, or EA Games. I've lived in LA seven years. It's been a crazy ride to get where I am today, and I'm currently living in beautiful Venice Beach. Today's guest is Miriam Chen, founder of The Lev, the premier community bookstore in Venice. Throughout her years working in politics, Miriam always had a passion for books. But it wasn't until she spent more time in L.A. and took a much-needed break from said career in politics that she followed her gut and took the pop-up bookstore plunge. Though it's only been open a few months, the left has quickly become a community hangout for women and families alike. Each book and event is carefully selected by Miriam, and there's always something new and unique to discover. In this episode, you'll hear about her path, and as you'll soon find out, all signs pointed to the lev. Here's Miriam. <laughs> Miriam. Hi. Hi. So it's so funny how we met because I was just strolling down the street on a Sunday and happened upon your bookstore in Venice. So what's the story? So you, when did you come to LA? And what made you think of the bookstore, or was it the bookstore first? Yeah, so I actually (laughs) just moved to LA only six months ago in September, and do you want the long story or the short story? How long? (laughs) (laughs) Like, if you had asked me a year ago, or even when I moved here in September, that I was going to open a bookstore, I probably would have laughed at you. I um, had really just fallen in love with this city, so there's that factor. The last two years, I was dating someone off and on who lived here, and in a way, I'm grateful for that relationship because it got me here, and it made me realize how much I wanted to be in LA, not even knowing how great it was. Just like the weather, being close to the beach, being near nature and being able to go on hikes um, was really helpful for just like my mental health, like being able to do that. Um, I had moved here from Chicago and the weather is only great for two months of the year and the rest of the year is just really hard and you don't really see a whole lot of sun. Um, But then I just, from coming here, met some really amazing women and fell in love with this yoga studio in Venice called Love Yoga because I was coming here and I wanted to do yoga when I was here. I'm that person. (laughs) I went on a yoga retreat with this studio to Morocco and this was fall of 2016 
I was going on this retreat with the idea that I was going to hopefully meet, you know, future friends of mine if I moved here. But then a lot of the people were from New York. Um, but I got really close with the owners of the yoga studio who were running, running this retreat. And um, at the end of the retreat, Cien, who's one of the owners, was like, you should do teacher training. We're going to have our first teacher training next fall. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. I don't want to be a teacher. I don't, I have to like move to LA actually for real. Um, but it just kind of planted a seed and I thought about it for a really long time about moving here and what I wanted to do with my teacher training. And, and it was like, the realization is like, yes, I don't want to teach yoga, but it helped me, um, get me like thinking about a little bit what I want to be doing, help me finding my voice. Like one of the things that I struggle with is public speaking or um, getting out of my comfort zone, which is kind of what I'm doing tonight. I yeah. This is my first podcast, my first <laughs> interview. Um, and so that's kind of what I was hoping for with my yoga teacher training was like mostly about finding my voice and kind of helping me figure out what I want to be doing in life. I had moved to Chicago originally to work on Obama's re-election campaign and so I was one of those who really just you know wanted to make a change in the world and have an impact um in making the world a, a better place as cheesy as that sounds and from that I had worked on a startup that started from it with um, the idea, you know, continuing on that mission of making the world a bigger place. But we started to grow pretty rapidly and my role became less and less direct to actually that change. And I think that startup is still doing amazing things, but I, my role to that was really far. And I was starting to do things at the job where I was like, I didn't sign up to work an office job. And and I thought, oh, teacher training would allow me at least to, to kind of take a pause on life, think about what I wanted to be doing and help kind of also these like personal skills that I wanted to work on. Um, and so through teacher training, and that's why I was describing, it was like I moved to LA to do my teacher training at Love Yoga. I didn't know if I was going to move back to Chicago at the end of it or stay here. Um, but it got me thinking a little bit what I wanted to be doing. I knew kind of to some degree that I wanted to start my own business. Yeah, and then, you know, the more that I, like, kind of meditated through the yoga teacher training I and I talked to a, a spiritual healer and... <laughs> I mean, you're fitting right in. <laughs> yeah, I'm just you're fitting, fitting right, right in in LA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just doing all these things, which I like. People would laugh at me if I was in Chicago, but you know what? We're not in Chicago. We're in Venice, California. And she was like, "You want to build something around creating a community. You want to build." Um, real life experiences, and she was saying, like, in the context of something with like beauty and wellness and conscious um conscious beauty and I was like that doesn't really sound about right but I do think and agree with her on the community aspect and so 
that was, you know, that was happening in like, I think I met her in the beginning of October and I meditated on it more. And at the same time, I was like ordering all these books on Amazon and thinking about Chicago and if I wanted to move back. And the only thing that I really missed from Chicago were its neighborhood bookstores. Like, I was like, that was something that I would just do on the weekends. If I wanted to take a walk, I would be able to do that um, and go to a bookstore, browse at books, feel and touch them. And I couldn't do that. Like, here I had to, like, choose to buy a book without even, like, reading a few pages. I mean, I guess I could have done that. Um, but I really feel like there's a difference between, like, seeing and touching a book. Um, and then also... I would go to a lot of events and author talks. I was like, wow, there are all these events that I want to go to, but they're all on the other side of town. And I was just, the more I thought about it, I was like, wow, there aren't really any bookstores on this side of town that w was doing it. And and then I just also, the more I meditated, it was like, I want to do something around women and one of my favorite bookstores in Chicago was a bookstore called Women and Children's First. And at first I was like, I'm going to make a women's focused bookstore. And then again, I meditated it more, as cheesy as it sounds, um, that I wanted to do. I wanted to include children, especially at this time. What actually really got me into politics and um, before working on the Obama campaign, I worked on a Texas gubernatorial race and... What got me to work on this race was the fact that my little brother at the time had only had Rick Perry as governor and this idea that like being raised with a certain political leader because, you know, there's to some extent, even if you may not and you're just a kid, you don't really have political thoughts or ideas, but no matter what, you always looked up to your president there's something like presidential or very like American, like, you know, we don't have, um, you know, obviously Meghan Markle's like on top of mind, but like we don't have like a royal family here in the United States. We have the president and the first lady um, and the White House. Um, there's something, yeah, respectful and manners and things that you kind of look up to when you're a kid and that isn't the case or wasn't the case began tying it back to Rick Barry for my <laughs> little brother and so that's kind of why I got into politics originally it was just the, this idea that like children are being you know these are their role models um and now we have a president who um has harassed women who does whatever he wants doesn't bullies others just is really just from that beyond like not even agreeing with his political views but there's that whole aspect of what it means to be a human being um and that's that's the what children see on tv right now is this behavior and so i wanted to have a book story that had um that had books that had a message a meaning that was beyond 
um, you know, day-to-day stories um, that would be able to teach them, you know, morals or um, how to respect and or how to have empathy towards others because they're not seeing that at a pre- through their president. Um, so there is like why I decided to have the children. Um, but yeah, that's kind of generally how I decided to have a bookstore. It was just through a lot of meditating and thinking about um, what I wanted to create in this world, especially at this time. Okay, so you've decided on the idea, but... Oh, yeah. What about location? Um, How does that all come about when you essentially start a brick and mortar? Yeah, so those are great questions. Um, (laughs) Well, first, um, I wanted a bookstore as far as location in Venice, California, or I guess Venice is not its own city, but... Um, sort of is. It's it sort of is. Um, I yeah wanted it to be in Venice because that's where I feel most home. Like I wouldn't be able to live in LA if I lived on another part of town because Venice. I don't own a car, um, and Venice is one of the few places that you could get away with not having a car. So there's that one aspect, but like the most important part about Venice is that it's near the water, and. So there was that aspect of, like, I wanted to keep it close to where I live and where, you know, I find to be my home here. And the other thing for me I should mention is that, like, right now the bookstore is a pop-up. And because I wanted to decide if I wanted to actually, you know, be a bookseller and see if that's actually something I wanted to do. Yeah. So I started out with, like... Being a pop-up, I'm moving locations, it's still going to be a pop-up just because I've been basically bankrolling this entire project and I don't necessarily am comfortable to sign like a long, long-term lease because like with any business, um, it takes time. Like I think, you know, I'm moving to a new location. I felt like the last two months I've learned that there are women who believe in the bookstore, um, I've gotten support from the neighborhood, and so it's enough for me to, like, keep, keep going and, and build a, a new space. God, that's amazing. There's two things I'm thinking about when you said what you just said. Number one is that it, it takes time because I think it's really easy, and I'm even talking about myself in this situation, but I think it's really easy to see a company, see a brand, see a store and think, oh man, that it just like happened overnight. Mm-hmm. Like there's this place that I enjoy and there's all these people around and they have a fanfare and, and all this stuff or on, you know, on our phone, on social media, mm-hmm. whatever. I think it can be deceiving and potentially be discouraging but hearing you say like yo this takes time and I know that and I'm being patient with that it's really inspiring with my own social media and like learning more about it like 
it it takes time and unfortunate it's unfortunate that social media like paints this like portrait that it's very easy when it really is hard like there is a need to you know just be patient and but it's hard because it's like there's so much pressure with social media that you need to keep producing content that you need to keep having people come in or you know showing what you're doing because otherwise people are going to forget about you it's it's a lot and kind of why open the bookstore in a way too like one of the reasons because it was kind of my reaction to um social media and the internet because I do think people right now want to have community or have connection in real life and I think you know Instagram and Brene Brown has this like really amazing quote which I'm going to butcher and it's basically the context of like the internet is really just like a platform for these really amazing real life connections so that you can find true belonging or that's what she um uses the term like true belonging to have like define your true sense of self um and be who you really are like in order to be who you really are you need to have like real life experiences and the internet is just a platform to enable that it's just an enabler yeah the book swap by the way was so lovely oh thank you and there were so many I just think women who read books are just like nice girls like (laughs) yeah it's so many nice people and I picked up two books and someone took my book like I turned around and it was gone I was so happy to like pay it forward which book did you bring it was Zadie Smith's Oh, swing time. Um, swing time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was, what did you think of swing time? Can I ask? Sure. You know, well, first of all. Deviating from our no, conversation. But um, I didn't really know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was good. It was a gift. And so the person who bought it for me was like, oh my God, you're going to love this book. She's amazing. She's mm-hmm. like so mm-hmm. critically acclaimed and all that. And I was like, it was good. <laughs> I wasn't like. It's okay. I don't mean to put you on the No, spot. it's Okay. Um, I also think that likely someone who has had similar experiences to those characters would probably be like, holy fuck, this is me. Or like, I know someone like like this, or I can really relate to this. That's a good point. Um, okay. So I'm not going to lie. I couldn't finish swing time. (gasps) Okay. (laughs) I was on vacation. So I was like, well, I'm going to read it. Yeah. Yeah. I really love Zadie Smith. I feel like I'm starting to like her more for her nonfiction. Oh. She's so honest and real and anyway, yeah. I mean, because you just said how honest and real she is, I feel as though I cannot edit out (laughs) our honest opinion of her book. Right. (laughs) But the other thing for me about opening the bookstore it was like I really do feel like there's an resurgence for bookstores right now and there's been a few articles um written about it and one of the bookstores that helped me like be like yes you could do it um or they never said that but just seeing what they're doing in New York is a bookstore called Books Are Magic have you heard of Books Are Magic no. It opened about a year ago, and 
Yeah. So Emma Straub, which has a book, or she has a book. Yeah, so she has this book called Modern Lovers and The Vacationers, and she's fairly, like, a well-known writer. And her and her husband decided to open a bookstore because in their neighborhood in Brooklyn, their, um, their books are closed, and they're like, we can't live here and not have a bookstore and raise their children but they also bought the property where they live in Brooklyn. So it's like, oh, they can't just like easily up in and move. Um, or, yeah. And again, I'm like projecting their story. They didn't, they've never said that, but I'm just assuming. And um, yeah, they're doing really well. Um, maybe I don't actually know what they're doing well, but according to like social media and Instagram, they're <laughs> doing really well. And I was like, wow. They could do it, even though I'm not a famous act, um, actress. I'm famous author. Then, then I could do it too. And I was, you know, legitimately in the last week feeling really down about my bookstore. This, I thought March was going to be easier than February. Um, March has been really hard for me in the sense of like sales. I've had great people coming in um, and meeting interesting people. But I haven't been doing well sales-wise, and especially the last two weeks, and I also think it has to do with the weather. Like, it's been raining a lot. People aren't, like, going out as much. Mm -hmm. So there's that factor, too. It's spring break. It's There's just so many things that are happening in March that I just was like, wow, I thought this was going to be way easier than February. But it's not at all what I had thought because I I thought I did I did fairly well in February given like that I just opened as a bookstore but anyway I think I was telling you earlier that I decided to go to the class by turn to me one of my friends had you know recommended that I should go and um and so I was I, I had signed up and I had been on the number one person on the wait list for like 48 hours I was like one's canceled what is going on and I was like you know what I'm gonna still go my friend said that no matter if you're on the wait list like there are a lot of people who just like don't show up it's LA and I went yesterday to class for the first time but on the way there because right now they're popping up at Sage Wellness and it's right next to Jelena takeout and sitting on the bench was Emma Straub Come eating, on. eating like a croissant and with their kids and I'm like riding my bike and I'm just like biking and I was like oh my god it's Emma Straub right, right next to like where I'm going and I was like we like smiled at each other and I was like you know what I'm just gonna like tell her yes my shit yes <laughs> what happened and, and I felt really bad because it was like I also it was like a game changer moment where I was like when I made the decision I was going to still go to class so I was already like running late um but thank goodness it's also LA so things start late too um yeah I went up to her and I like just was like yeah I'm gonna just like talk to her and I told her about my bookstore and she was like we're actually staying around there and had been questioning about your books or we saw your sign and we wanted to like go in it um and I was, you know, telling her, you know, what I was telling you. It's been 
kind of hard. But it's it's one of those things where it's like, and I've also realized, like, I just need to really stick to my principles and, you know, sell books that I really believe in or do events that represent, you know, my core values. And she was like, I know I'm not no business person, but, like, as long as you know that you're, like, building the bookstore that you want to go to, like, it's going to be fine, which I really, like, appreciated. It's, like, what I needed to hear and, like, see. Um, And then it was really nice. And then her husband had, like, come out. And he's, like, the one, I think, who's kind of been doing more of, like, the day-to-day, like, operations of the bookstore because she's still a writer and um and still does that and so yeah anyway I was just kind of freaking out because I got an email back from them because I had emailed them and it was funny because I had gotten like their email a couple months ago when I first decided to do this like they're like you should reach out to them they're really nice and I was like oh my god I cannot reach out to them um, and it was really nice and really supportive. I felt really bad because I was like, I actually have to go to class now, but, um, in the middle <laughs> of our conversation, but it was just really kind of helpful in a way where I felt like the universe was like telling me that like, I shouldn't give up. I cannot believe that happened to you. That is, that's not just like a Venice sign. That's like a sign sign. Yeah, it's that's like a, incredible. It was a really nice like sign from the universe, and I felt like really like just cheesy because I was like, "This is a sign." Like, it's like the universe like works in magical ways, and I felt so cheesy saying that because their books are called "Books Are Magic," um, and I just felt like so geeky just even like telling you this story. But it was, it just helped me like confirm in a way, and again, maybe I'm also looking for those signs right now that I'm doing what I want to be doing or need to be doing in the universe or in this world, um, which is, you know, connecting women with other women through books and, you know, teaching kids, um, you know, messages that they're not getting through through their president. Anyway, so I that's why that's, I was yeah. kind of freaking out because I got an email back oh. from them saying that they're going to come to my store because I was like... I feel really guilty because I have so many questions for you. Um, And I know they're on vacation, especially now that I've been on this endeavor of opening a bookstore. I I mean, I don't have employees, but I also know, like, thanks to Instagram and social media, like, how much they're also working, even if they have employees and people. But it's a lot to be a new business owner, and especially going on vacation your first year it's it's a lot it's intense and that time really means a lot and so I was like we could always talk later I know that you're you know um, busy because that time is so valuable and they said they were still gonna come tomorrow which I thought was really nice and they're such like good good people um anyway it is very generous I will also say however being on the outside of this is that perhaps they'll Gain some value from you, too. That's very good. You have your own perspective. You know what I mean? And you understand. I feel like they might the laugh Coast. at me that I'm like, organize my books by color. <laughs> well, thank you 
so much for being on the show as you take a sip of wine. Um, <laughs> you've had a thanks. long day, everyone. Thanks so much for having me. I mean, I, I truly think what you're doing and telling other women's stories, especially those in L.A., is so important. Thanks. I hope it lasts a really long time. <laughs> it will. It will. Um, all just right. have to put it out in the universe. Right. And then maybe I'll just see Kai Rizdahl or <laughs> Ira Glass one day at Jelena Takeout. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye. I hope you're inspired by Miriam's story. You guys, I still can't believe she ran into Emma Straub. How crazy is that? Uh, be sure to stop by The Lev at their new location, 214 Lincoln Boulevard in Venice. Also check out thelev.co to catch up on all the latest happenings. And be sure to sign up for the newsletter as well. Even if you don't live in L.A., you can still be part of the community on Instagram at the.lev, that's L-E-V. Thanks for tuning in to L.A. Woman. Please do us a solid and subscribe and rate and all that good stuff on iTunes. We're also at LAWomanPodcast.com and at L.A. Woman Podcast on Instagram. Let's keep inspiring each other as L.A. women and as women everywhere. One more thing, this podcast was written, produced, and edited by me, Julie Roth. Our music was composed by Jazar. See ya!